<clears throat> Hello everybody and welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts, a safe space podcast dedicated to football shirts where we are allowed to share our own opinions on football shirts, no matter how much we might um, dislike a, I always use bruised banana as the example, a bruised banana shirt, or uh, how much we love a Puma third kit template, I don't know. Anyway, I would say it's a special, but it's not a special because He's been on before, and I'd l- I'm so happy to have him back as my guest co-star today. It is Paul Bevan from Football Kitbox. Hi, how's it going, uh, Rich? Thanks a million for having me. Oh, I'm so... One, I was very excited when you reached out because I love having you on, not only for your footballing shirt knowledge, but for that wonderful accent you have. It brings an air of gravitas to the show, which... Um, <laughs> I don't know about Gravitas now, but uh, it's the one I've been cursed with. So uh, uh, I live in the west of Ireland and uh, the Dublin accent isn't uh, readily uh, accepted uh, too much down here. So uh, I'm glad it does get give joy elsewhere. I love it. I mean, to be honest with you, it's because I'm bored of my own voice. (laughs) Midlands tilt. Um, How are you? Good now, yeah, busy, busy and uh, tired and excited and elated and uh, frazzled. But um, yeah, excited. There's an awful lot happening at the moment and I'm uh, yeah, riding a bit of a crest of a wave. So it's... Uh, I've got to be honest, you look as calm as anything. You're like, what's that thing about a duck? Is it a duck that's like yes. looking all graceful on the top and then underneath... You're furiously like, paddling furious. underneath furiously you look good yeah. though man you look handsome as ever and <laughs> you're wearing something special which I know you'll want to talk about in a bit but um, oh, I mean if I see skull and crossbones on a football shirt I'm always excited hooked but, uh, instantly hooked yeah yeah let's let's just cut to the chase shall we what's going on what's going on we are hosting um the main focus at the moment is KitCon era, uh, the third edition of it. Now that's happening Saturday week in the convention centre, no less this year, uh, which is like the premier sort of venue in the country. Uh, it's just on the Liffey. It's colossal. It's huge, and it's, uh, especially for expos and conventions, you know. So it's kind of custom designed, and we have a huge lineup of some of the most spectacular collections in the whole country and they're getting an airing and they're coming out to be shown to the public and um, it's almost going to be like a little pop-up museum and uh, and a pop-up supermarket for kids uh, we're branching into different sports now this year as well and it's um, it's going to be well it's going to be well I'm really really excited about it yeah and the general public should be as well, I think, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because um, I have uh, been to fairs where people are selling stuff and I've been involved in a fair selling stuff. And, and you know, it's very exciting. It's, it's great because there's such a, um, a kaleidoscope of colours and excitement and general feeling of retroness and modernness, all that together. But I didn't... I didn't. It didn't really compute in my head that you're you're not doing that. You're going one step above. These are people showcasing their stuff. It's it's like literally like Instagram live. 
isn't it really yeah i guess it's um we we every time we share our collections or most times it's in 2d and it might be in pockets online and we share a photo and and uh, i know that's how twitter used to be yeah it used to be all about football shirts uh it's only ever punctuating my timeline nowadays but uh there was a time it was that kaleidoscope all the time and yeah i just love that everybody has different types of collections i've been sitting down with collectors over the last while uh, i'm making um uh, a new series of videos for YouTube, Kitbox Collections, and uh, I'm sitting down with some uh, Irish collectors and their collections, and some are only competitive Ireland match-worn or their co opponents. Some are only Borussia Dortmund. Some is only Tottenham Hotspur. Some is only uh, Ireland. Some is a, a mix from shirts all over the world, and everyone has a diverse collection and different reasons for collecting and different reasons for for connecting with certain shirts and um to me that's yeah it's fascinating um so it's given me an opportunity to talk to some more people and um the collections the collectors are just as excited as i am to see them they're just as excited to show them off um we have one guy coming who has a match worn world cup shirt from every world cup since 1974 match worn he has a number of them but he's just bringing one from each his very first one in 1974 um it's a swedish player uh, his name escapes me at the moment but it was in the game against holland when uh cruyff did the cruyff turn for the very first time wow like brilliant so he's bringing all them and he has every official world cup poster since 1930 so that's just one installation that's nearly you know, uh, worth the entrance money alone. You know, we could we could build an exhibition just on that uh, uh, exhibit alone. Uh, the Irish Sports Museum guys are um, branching out into different sports this year because it's the Ireland Wales uh, Six Nations game is on the same day. So we're going to have um, a lot of rugby fans in 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 Dublin on the day. Uh, an extra fifty thousand sports fans on top of the normal. Um, population so we're hoping that, that they will pop in and uh and check out do, do you have uh presume you have uh listeners in wales so if you are in dublin on the 24th um come and check it out because we have brian o'driscoll's match worn um shirt against the all blacks and then they have branched out into like all sports we have stephen roach's 1987 yellow jersey from the third of france we have katie taylor's world title um boxing shorts we have a rubens barrichello uh, formula one uh, suit we have uh there's two irish guys that made it to the top of the nba and he has uh, match worn singlets from them um as well as niall quinn's one of his first arsenal ever jerseys kevin sheedy's from 1985 um Ronnie Whelan and Kevin Morans from 1988, and Marco Van Basten's 1988 shirt from Holland versus Ireland Whoa. is coming. Now it's going to be under lock and key, it's in the display case, but just to see it and to feel it, and like the most iconic template, the most iconic player in the most iconic Dutch team. Yeah. It's going to be there, and like I said, that that's we could have a, a, a an exhibit just for that alone. So I'm super excited about seeing that in the flesh. I cannot wait. And if you have the slightest passing interest in uh, in football, you should pop in just to see that alone. Yes, absolutely. And uh, just to kind of go back to what we we're saying about, you know, we we 
we look at collections in books and in photos it's all 2d but to be able to see something for real in three in real life and see the actual texture of a shirt to see the type of badge they've used like these modern shirts they have so many different intricate things i'm sure you'll have some collectors that have modern shirts like and the amount of details that you don't see in a photo yeah when you hold it in your hand in real life it's like wow yeah so well i've definitely that. i've been doing some pop-up shops and uh different uh, installations over the last year and i found yeah that there's um it's different it's a it's a different sort of um scenario you buy a shirt and you see a shirt online you go oh that looks uh, kind of cool but sometimes yeah you have to look at it you have to feel it or sometimes you, you don't know you were looking for a particular shirt until you see it and then it just like hits you have you seen uh, the new uh, Mets away shirt um okay I'm a huge kind of Kappa fan anyway um but when I see you know certain shirts like that that not weren't on my radar and um, I just happened to get them in, and yeah, you, you, you touch them or you feel them, and you and you uh, look at the intricacies, especially the higher end Kappa stuff. I love the tailoring in it and the, the finishing in it. I think yeah, they they do a really really good job. So it just makes it you know that little bit more special. And a lot of especially the more I'm gonna say lay person, <laughs> but I'm sure uh, the people who might just have a few kits in their collection or want something for five aside or want something um, for um, for training, they um, yeah that off offline market is um, is doing really well at the moment. So um, I'm excited about seeing an awful lot of those people at Kickon because they um, have we have Galazzo shirts, we have Ni Classico, we have. Uh, Retro Gem, uh, we have football kickbox, obviously, we have onside jerseys, we have um, such an array of different sellers, you know, um, on the day. Um, we're going to have sneakers, uh, vintage kicks. Um, so there's a bit of a cross over there. We're going to have some uh, GA uh, Gaelic mystery uh, kits going to be there and Orga retro. So there's going to be uh, GA kits and rugby kits and uh, yeah, different uh, sports uh, for sale. Um, and then this year we're, we're running it in, in conjunction with the Dublin Card Show. Uh, so it's the inaugural um, Dublin Card Show and the card space is growing rapidly at the moment and uh, it's almost moving us as, as into the baseball card market size um, in, in, in America. You know, it's uh, growing exponentially in the last few years in Europe. And um, it's not something I know a whole pile about myself, you know. Um, but the Soccer Cards United guys who have been at the last two kick-cons, um, they are, you know, at the forefront of it in Ireland. And they've been going around to all the different shows in Frankfurt and London uh, and further afield Paris. And uh, they brought back all that knowledge and they said, you know what? now is the time let's let's have the dublin card show so they invited uh, me to you know kind of collaborate this year and um it's given us the opportunity to get the convention center where normally we wouldn't uh, so tops you know the 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 card uh, company that make um yep. all, all all the different arrangements they're coming in as headline sponsors they're going to have a huge installation on the day and there's going to be over 100 card uh, vendors and swappers uh, on the day so people are coming from america from canada from uh, all over europe and they are going to have um really really 
high end and and everything in between uh, cards collectibles stuff like that and um and yeah it's a very dynamic space at the moment so um really excited to work with those guys and, and and to see those two industries collaborate and collide and you know they're quite complementary of each other you know if you're into one you'll have a, a definite interest in the other and they're not necessarily stepping on toes there's quite complementary so we're hoping a few of the card guys will get into the kits and a few of the kits guys uh will, will get into the cards um we have program sellers we have uh, 40 buckets who's coming uh with repurposed um football shirts for hats um yep. So, it's really, just of them doing that, it both scares the life out of me and intrigues me massively. I, I realise now they only do it on shirts that have already been damaged. Yes, but when I see them important. draw on a like a nineteen ninety five Liverpool away shirt, and I'm like see them getting the scissors, just slowly cutting through. I'm like, no, no. I know. Even if it was damaged, yeah, yeah, that would definitely feel. Um sacrilegious to me the card guys um i am always slagging them because um there is a particular genre of card where uh, match worn jerseys are cut into tiny little pieces of fabric and they're inserted into a piece of um perspex within the card so um i suppose you can make it you know oh you have something there you know what i mean so yeah i've got them I've got uh, some New England Patriots ones. Yeah, so they're Great quite valuable, you know, and uh, and I I don't get it. I'm like, leave the jersey as it is. Surely it's better as it is. Um, but there's, yeah, there's definitely kind of crossovers in there. You know, I was sitting down with them and talking through some of their own collection the other day, and um, there's this uh, NFT type uh, technology on the blockchain that a Fiorentine an Italian company have adopted. And... Uh, They've worked with Fiorentina uh, already, and it's it puts a, a sort of a tag in the jersey. And when the player walks out onto the pitch, it scans it. And when they come off the pitch, so there's an official record on the blockchain of Whoa. the jersey being on the pitch. And that is, you know, 100% authentic. There's, 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 there's no... Um, ambiguity there if uh, if you're purchasing a match worn kit uh, you have a uh, provenance it, you know it takes away the fun i mean i guess it doesn't matter so much anymore with pitches being as immaculate as they are but i love it when i see uh, people on instagram or on social media put up posts of match worn shirt and then they try and find a picture of the player wearing it and marry up where the mud is yeah photo the matching yeah yeah i love it i love match it yeah yeah. Like, yeah look it's real I have a, a badge, yeah, and the, the the respect badge is uh, peeling off at a certain way. And when I went to a photo match, I saw him celebrating, winning the goal, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the respect thing is coming out there a little bit. I was like, photo match, boom. <laughs> nice, that's really exciting. And that is coming up on Saturday the 24th, is that right? Uh, Saturday the 24th of February, yeah. Um, you yeah. can check out DublinCardShow.com or KickConEra.com and... Um, yeah, there's still time if you want to book your cheap flights from the UK um, or uh, if you're anywhere in Ireland or anywhere in the vicinity, pop in no matter if you want to buy, if you want to browse, you want to look, you want to swap cards, you want to um, marvel at posters or programs or buy apparel. Uh, we're hoping to have a live podcast Um uh, Each Game on Its Merits is a new podcast with Aon and Gary, and they are uh, covering every single Ireland international ever. So uh, we're hoping to have a live recording of that and a panel discussion towards the end of the day as well. So there's loads on offer. Uh, you can pop in for 
an hour have a browse or you could spend all day there and uh, highly recommend it no matter what type of sport you're into whether you're a kick collector or a, a card enthusiast or anything in between we'll have to it's find a card a great day come on sorry i'll have to find a card enthusiast to come on and talk about cards yeah, well, I'm sure the Soccer Cards United guys would uh, would be excited about coming on and, and uh, yeah, helping to um, educate the masses. Right then. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll make sure we share the details with that, and before you leave, we'll make sure we repeat uh, that it KitCon is on the 24th of February. Um, but keeping on the Ireland theme, I am inviting you to play Snog Marry Avoid Football Shirt Edition. Oh. Now. I haven't sent you these yet, but I'm about to. I'm going to send you three football shirts uh, that all are slightly related. It's obvious what the relationship is in a moment. Okay. And what I need from you is I want you to tell me... Well, first of all, you can tell me what the shirts are, describe them a little bit, as much as you wish, uh, and then you have to then pick one that you will snog, one that you will marry, and then one that you will avoid for the rest of your life. Okay. Um, although I have had a, a, a relationship with football shirts all my life, I've never actually managed to snog one. So um, let's see how that pans out. <laughs> okay. So coming your way now. Do, 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 do. Drum roll. Okay. You check your WhatsApp now, if you can. You will see can I? three images of football shirts. I highly <laughs> doubt that you I highly doubt that you need an image anyway I'm pretty sure you probably need it. Uh, uh, I love it I love it I love so, it okay. the reason why he's laughing is because I have sent Paul three uh, Republic of Ireland away shirts all sponsored by Opal and all Umbro actually as well yeah from different years and the one thing that's different is they're all different colors there's a white one an orange one and a black one so um over to you if you want to start so who which what, what do i start with start with whichever one you which, which no, one you is it? start with first. you haven't got to tell me which one you do what to first you can just talk it through <laughs> uh no well i knew instantly when i saw the trade straight away my decision is 100 percent made up so um okay. Snog would have to be uh, the orange. The, we had a Macedonia shirt. Um, I actually s spoke with, with a kit collector the other day who had uh, a match-worn shirt from that very famous game in Macedonia. Um, so that shirt is someone I'd snog, uh, or a shirt I would snog because I love it and I love the context and I love the history behind it and it's very, very controversial. It's got a number of different uh, controversies um, surrounding it. So it wouldn't be the type of shirt you'd settle down with too much controversy associated with it, but I do love it. Um, it yeah, was like part of the biggest non-jewellery and money heist in Irish history uh, at the time um, Thieves broke in to the warehouse the night before it was due to be released and relieved um, Umbro of over a million euros worth of uh, kit, uh, Man United, Liverpool, uh, different uh, jerseys but uh, a ton of them so they were disseminated around uh, the markets and uh, you saw loads of people uh, selling them on the markets and they ended up in Manchester and Glasgow and everywhere. Uh, 
because uh, the INLA had uh, apparently uh, yeah, um, stolen a huge batch of them. And um, not only that, then we managed to throw away our qualifying campaign pretty much for France 98. Um, we inexplicably lost to Macedonia when we should really have won that game. This is before Macedonia were beating uh, Italy and stuff like that, back when yeah. they were a, a brand new nation. And um, yeah, Jason McAteer got sent off for a, a Kung Fu kick that would have uh, beaten Cantonas. It was outrageous. And uh, it was just kind of a, a comedy of errors. And since then, uh, they have a, a bib with Macedonia scrawled on it. And if you have, if you're the worst player at training in uh, in Irish camp, you have to wear this bib and it's called having a Macedonia. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's snug. Uh, Mary is the black. Um, it is a shirt that actually eludes me thus far. Um, I have quite a number of Ireland kits and I don't have that one. And I love it. I love the black. I love the uh, little tricolor trim on the uh, on the details and um, yeah we haven't had many black kits uh, I think it was the third kit and uh, I don't know was it even ever worn in a competitive game so uh, nice responsible um, you know hasn't been around the block uh, good shirt to, to marry <laughs> oh, I, like, I, like the, I like the tilt you're putting on it yeah I like it Never yeah. been used before. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that came out kind of wrong, but I remember. And um, yeah, the other shirt is it a training shirt? I have got no idea, right? So all I found was this one. When I took a screenshot of it, I took it from um, classic football shirts was selling it as a 1999 uh, 2000 Ireland away shirt. Uh, I'm not sure it's the away shirt. I'm. Sh I, I. I have a funny feeling it's actually maybe a training shirt. Um, now I. I start. I could be. You know, starting to be corrected. We. 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 We do go through certain periods where we're uh, releasing kits um, within the following year when we haven't even used kits. And I believe uh, I see the Castor uh, shirts are all discounted at the moment, uh, and we've just. Uh, heard Revolut uh, announce as a new sponsor. Um, historically, we're the only uh, national team in the world now that sells uh, replica jerseys with um, sponsors because uh, Opel um, struck a deal in 87 or 88. Um, 88 was the last replica jersey you could have bought plain. And pretty much since then, uh, we've had sponsors on them. Um, Opel and Aircom and Tree, mostly. And uh, they haven't even been to secure a sponsor in the last few years. And um, because uh, uh, the FAI has been in turmoil and has been turned sort of inside out, so it hasn't been very attractive, I guess, to sponsors. Yeah. But it looks like uh, Revolut are going to be uh, the brand new sponsor. And I'm guessing that there is a new shirt imminent. Um, as well as a new manager, obviously, we're waiting for. Uh, we're still waiting for Lee Carsley uh, to make up his mind, but uh, I don't, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But you'll see that the reason why I picked this uh, away shirt was I was fascinated by the fact that it's got this kind of zip up collar, which would have been, it would have been the same time as Manchester United had. Manchester United, yeah. So it, 
it's not too daring, but I've never seen I've never seen this before, which is what interested me to it. Yeah, yeah. Now I now I stand corrected, but maybe it's only a, a, a training shirt. But as I said, I stand to be corrected because uh, there was a number of different shirts that we would have had for maybe a short time, but and then never worn. So they might not have been on my radar sort of back then, and and, and quite rare. You would not see too many um, of yeah. those. Um, and then meaning to be too rude with Republic of Ireland not making it to many tournaments in that period of time, even to the general public, those shirts. Like, for me, as a non-Republic of Ireland football shirt fanatic like yourself, like, unless they're at a tournament, I don't immediately go to yeah. that recognition, you know? Yeah, and there was, yeah, obviously a lot more heart uh, break than, than, than tournaments uh, for Ireland. You know, we did go through a purple patch in uh, the Jack Charlton years, but uh, outside of that, it's, it's, it's more often than not we don't qualify you know a lot of um playoff uh pain and a lot of uh qualifying campaign disasters uh, that's usually symptomatic of uh and an awful lot of bad luck um or not bad luck uh maybe just being a minnow especially kind of pre jack charlton era in this anything really from the 50s 60s 70s 80s there's actually a litany of um very controversial decisions um whereby if we were playing bigger nations that you know, referees may have been biased, and I know that sounds like um, sour grapes, but um, it's, it's it's well documented. And uh, when you, the likes of Bulgaria, you know, there was yeah, you could look back at now and say maybe you know that there was a, uh, the ref may have been uh, compromised, or there was a couple of times we were playing France and the home decisions, and you know if they want somebody at the tournament, it's going to be France over Ireland, you know. Um, but, but yeah. So, uh, just to clarify, so we've made a decision here. We've got the 1998 to 1999 Republic of Ireland third shirt, I think, the black one. Yeah. Um, one little detail: you 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 like that um, Ireland flag detail on the cuffs and the uh, collar. I also really like the black. Um, Adidas, not Adidas, sorry, Umbro striping down the side. It's the taping uh, that was on the Man United jersey, wasn't it? Yeah. But a kind of blackout version of it, yeah. Very tasteful. Blackout before blackout. So uh, that one, the black one, what are we going to do with that one? Uh, Marry. We're going to marry. Okay, we've then got the Ireland 1996-1997 away shirt, which is in that fluorescenty orange again it's an people that don't know it is a template that we would have recognized with manchester united england many other um teams in fact i do believe if you go on the umbro website right now you can buy a version of this template in green really yeah i believe so I'm trying to charge you like 50 quid for it I was very tempted, but I didn't. That anyway. could be uh, interesting to maybe badge something up that way. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Ooh, I like <laughs> your thinking. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we've got that one, which was famous for the Macedonia game, is what you've said, yeah? Yeah. Using Macedonia and stealing hundreds of stock. Um, which one are we going to do with this one? Snog. Snog it. Because I, like I absolutely love it. I absolutely adore it, but uh, I don't think I could settle down with it. There's only so much uh, fluorescent orange you can wear in your life, you know. It's uh, for certain moments rather than for day-to-day, -day, right? 
absolutely. And then we've got the 1999. Although it would look great with your beard, I would imagine, like, yeah. <laughs> I worry that it's too much orange. That's the problem. <laughs> We've then got the 1999 2000 Island Away shirt, which is white. It's got no collar to speak of, but then it's got a zip, which I do find quite strange, and a very small stripe going across the chest, which I do like. I do like that little detail. Um, but what we're going to do with that one? We are... Well, I have to avoid it because that's the only option left. But, um, yeah, like, I don't mind it. It's a nice shirt. Uh, as I said, I just need to be 100% sure that we did actually have it as an away shirt because uh, my initial uh, thought is that it was just a training uh, wear. So for that slight bit of uncertainty, uh, I'm going to avoid That's absolutely fine. And we are not going to bother fact-checking because... <laughs> uh, I'm sure some uh, angry person in the comments is screaming right now. Well, to you, I can only apologise, but it made for more fun of entertainment as a podcaster. <laughs> Let's carry on, shall we? Um, I, well, do you know what? I have done a bit of speaking there, so I'm going to pass the floor over to you. There's something I want to show you, which we can discuss in a minute. But you came to me just before we went on air, and you said that you've got a mini collection of sorts. Well, you've obviously got a, a massive collection, but within your collection... You have a mini collection, which is ever growing, and it's something that you were really keen to talk about because it's not necessarily something we've heard before. So, um, what have we got? Well, well, I have a number of different sub collections within my collection. Uh, I'm quite sporadic in, in in the way I collect. I wouldn't be as regimental, maybe as some people, where they're only collecting one era or one type or one style or one club. Um, I'm quite diverse because I. The aesthetics part of it is really important to me as well. Yeah. Um, it, the provenance or, or what it means is, is more important to other people. Uh, I like that too, and I do have shirts like that in my collection. But, um, yeah, I just think um, Providence City and an area um, have been a really, really dynamic force when they've coupled together. And I thought that they deserve a bit of credit for how they've maybe um, shaped lower le level football in, in America, especially, but all over the world. And uh, it's a great example of a small club using design to further their their um, their cause and to you know tell the world about their story and um, and to make some extra money. You know, they, they they seem to be doing really really well in in terms of shifting their shirts all over the world, and it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's worthy of um, of um, talking a little bit about. Yeah, so I have a little mini collection, uh, just six uh, shirts, but I just got one recently, and it just kind of triggered. Uh, I took them all down, I put them all side by side, and I was like, you know what? It's cool. It's cool. Like, I mean, the first thing I suppose is what draws most people, and it's probably handy, is the skull and crossbones. Yeah. Um, I think um, the they're from Providence City in Rhode Island. So it's an old, old, old place um, which would have been settled um, not long after the Mayflower, I guess. And um, it, typically an old shipping uh, type port and they would have obviously had a, a history of pirates sort of as a result. So that's where the Skull and Crossbones comes from. Yeah. Uh, and I picked this up just from another collector who had picked it up in the, um, yeah, I don't know, this is... Uh, 
17, 18 uh, sort of era. So like they're, they're, they're quite a new club. So this would be sort of one of their first, um, I think it was their first foray into in area. Um, but it's a really simple design, but got cool little details all over it. And I think the Revival <laughs> is yes. really a great sponsor. And I think that's, I think that's part of the attraction. I think um, Took the words right a lot of clubs there. will have to bend to their sponsor. And sometimes the sponsor uh, can ruin it because Man United had a you know, series of beautiful kits and the Chevrolet logo um, was insisted to be the gold when in an awful lot of cases, if they had monotoned it, I think it would have been better reflective of the jersey. Whereas Providence would have a sponsor and that's the starting point for the design. So this is their hot club shirt, which is probably my favorite one. And uh, I don't have any other beige football jerseys. You don't see any beige football jerseys. Uh, so hot club is the nightclub. And then the rest of the design worked out from the sponsor. And there's a load of cool little shipping details, just graphic design. The Jason Rigo, the owner uh, of the club or the chairperson, is a, is a graphic designer himself, does an awful lot of the work. Uh, so they work heavily in conjunction with a shirt that is going to promote the sponsor first and foremost. But it makes the design very pure. And I know that sounds weird because normally the sponsor is you know, someone you have to uh, compromise the design to. They've sort of said, well, no, let's take the colors or take the logo or take whatever of the sponsor and we'll build the design out from that uh, and it makes for a much more genuine piece of design I think you know yeah um, so you have the next one would be uh, Death by Paisley and uh, I actually oh, got these um, look at that one so it's almost like a pack of cards on the sleeves there, but with the little skulls and the um, all of the um, the Crestor TPU and there's those little uh, buccaneer or, or pirate like details, everything. And uh, funny enough, they uh, this particular season for these shirts they didn't have the um, sponsors, so they just put Rogues, which is their nickname. Uh, so rogue life is the uh, is the hashtag, and uh, um, although there is a sponsor on the back, uh, the rogue ones allow them. So this is the um, away, and this is the home in the same year. Uh, so yeah. this is probably one of my favorites. See the pinstripes are actually little bones. Nice. Can you see that? Isn't that yeah. such a wonderful little touch? Again, they're so s simple, simple, but the font on the rogues matches the font in the numbers as well i'm always so, a big fan of that and i'm a big fan of huge numbers as well so uh, they actually um released a lot of these on the website as uh, as match worn kits uh which is why those ones have numbers on it and i uh i just think uh, um i love them i absolutely love them all up as well and it's something yeah the, the witch I said, I was just trying to buy one of these match-worn ones, and I can't. You've snapped them all up. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then more recently, then, uh, yeah, they, they, they worked with a, um, a coffee company, Bor Boralius. Bor um, 
So again, you can see the detail in the shirt, sublimated into the shirt, and that was starting from the coffee company's logo and working out. So they went into a new color. They've never had, you know, a sort of a, a, a navy shirt before. This one, uh, again, it's really, really light in area, have made it, you know, so it's perforated on the back. And it says giant shoulders as well. So on the on the shoulders of giants or, 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 or whatever. And this one obviously with the with the number on it is uh, you know, um makes it that little bit more special. So I think they're a Canadian company and um yeah, the 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 quality of all the jerseys is very much Kappa Pro Evo kind of pro not not pro Evo, uh uh combat combat pro yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to a gamer. Actually, I forgot to mention that at KickCon, there's um, going to be uh, retro football games. Uh, oh, uh, awesome. We have monitors and GameCubes and Dreamcasts and uh, all the old consoles and uh, a whole range of old uh, sports like Pro Evo, Sensible Soccer. I, I don't even know uh, which ones are out there, but uh, that's um, something else I'm going to be really looking forward to seeing. That's amazing. But And then the last one yeah. is... I'm I'm undecided. I absolutely love this shirt that I'm wearing, and I, you know, I it it crosses over into fashion. You can wear it out, and it's not doesn't smack of football, football. Mm -hmm. But I get a lot of uh, compliments um, when I go out wearing it. And sure, it's not just because you're so handsome. But, well, not anymore. Uh, that used to be the case, all right. But uh, yeah, I, I I I doubt it's that now. They're always looking at the football shirt rather than the face. <laughs> That's why I wear lots of bright, loud ones. But uh, so just continuing on from it, and the sponsor being the the starting point yeah. is, as I said, I don't really see many other kind of clubs doing it. Um, sometimes you get special commemoration ones or you know if a new uh, uh investment uh firm takes over a particular premier league club and makes this away or third uh, shirt have to be a certain color you know that's yeah. a little bit different but this one is the wow for me yes that's the one i was waiting for yeah that's the one if i was to, if anyone was to say uh providence city and you didn't know it you showed them that shirt i think that's the one that people would go, oh, that's that team. So this is reflective of an actual can of Revival beer. So it yep. looks exactly the same. You have the shark coming up and the, the lady swimmer swimming along there, backstroke as if nothing is going wrong. And um, For those the red trim and the red embroidered Providence badge. So again, they've changed uh, the detailing yep. to reflect that little... Uh, anchor on the back and uh, I don't know if you can see that but very lightweight very perforated at the end <laughs> now they released this twice because they released this with Hummel as well and um, if you actually the shark is actually even bigger on this one um, and all of the other ones have been in area so I didn't uh, I didn't get the the Hummel version of it but I just wanted to say kind of kudos to to Providence City and to an area, I think they've um, created a range of you know kits really special there. They have a, a donut one that's half pastel pink and green. Have you seen that? Oh, I think so. Yes. I mean, so it's the sponsor is the donut, and then but it's the colours of the donut company. And again, uh, the the, the badging and the area are all colour colour coordinated with that. And it, 
it just looks really well. So I can imagine the sponsors are delighted with it because it really epitomizes their brand or their, their coloring. And um, the club are obviously delighted because it gets notoriety around the world and um, they're shifting a lot of numbers. And an area are obviously, you know, happy that their their name is getting out all around the kit world. So they're quite niche, I suppose. Most kind of kit collectors would know it, but maybe some wouldn't. So I thought, uh, no, I thought we'd have a little chat about it. It's a wicked, a great relationship. Um, as I was just trying to say, the the thing about that uh, revival shirt that you just mentioned is it's it's quite literally a rip of the movie poster from Jaws, isn't it? That's what makes yeah, it recognisable. I, I think but, so. I think yeah, yeah. But then. Obviously, it's enough of their own brand to be... I think it's the, that Jaws thing pulls you in and then you realise it's a sexy pin-up girl woman <laughs> doing the backstroke and it's a hammerhead shark and it fits... it Because the thing is, you t I say this sometimes, if you take away the sexy lady, you take away the shark, that's a normal-looking football shirt with a slightly weird pattern. Maybe, you know, yeah. Pin, have a bit more ombre about it and that kind of middle blue blends in a bit more but otherwise it adds in a little bit extra which i think is excellent yeah i think it's absolutely spectacular it's um as i said it's a it, it's a toss-up between the hot club and the and the revival I don't, i'm not sure which one is my favorite if the house is burning i'm just going to take two of them with me maybe but it's fascinating that the, you the one you're wearing the hot club one as you said it can blend in it's not as garish and you could wear it with a pair of jeans and you'd be like oh look at me i'm just wearing a normal top oh what is that is that a football shirt that one's your favorite but then it's also your other favorite is a complete opposite of the spectrum yeah it's like wow look at me i'm a football yeah. shirt Bang. yes yes and that's the two worlds that i live in sometimes i just want to blend in with the crowd and sometimes i want to hey rise above <laughs> I, I mean i've got exactly that i think I generally think most people in our football shirt collection have exactly the same ones. I threw this on today going, I'm going to stand out. I'm not definitely not going to kind of blend in with this one. Where yeah, it's unusual that you're, uh, I'm the conservative one of the two of us, yeah. <laughs> you're, this is um, the Tours um, goalkeeper for Cl Clantwich Town, is it? Clantwich Major, yeah. Clantwich Major, yeah. Can we have a look? Well, this is last season's one. Yes, this is a Gustavo Poncevic, um special, is it? Yeah. yeah Did you I'd see the release it. of their brand new one for their uh, Phoenix Cup tournament? Um, who? So, Land so, with uh, Majors? Phoenix, I'm not really too sure what the Phoenix Cup is, so apologies. They've um, Phoenix, it's the Phoenix Cup, yeah. Released a new kit for Lantwit, um, as opposed to their well, it's a more retro-inspired Boca Junior shirt, the home shirt, but the away oh, shirt. Oh, yes. I saw is, the home. Did I see the away? The, sorry, the goalkeeper shirt. Sorry, is based on now. Come on, Richard. I've got this. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, Paul. I'm going to tell you exactly what it's based on. It's based on the goalkeeper shirt worn by Carlos Montoya in the 90s in which he had like a goalkeeper shirt which i think was plain white and just had a um a truck oh yes he, he designed this himself didn't he or he yeah, was involved in the process yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, lantwit who um have an away shirt which is dinosaurs because this is good even though it's a funny dinosaur shirt the kind of 
beaches is known for finding fossils, Jurassic fossils. That's uh, why there's a dinosaur in So this goalkeeper shirt is yellow and has a Tyrannosaurus Rex driving a Mr. Blobby themed truck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. Oh my goodness. That's bonkers. Bonkers. Yes. When was that released? I missed that. That was released this week. You can pre-order oh, it now. Um, wow. They're just going from... They've gone weirder and weirder and weirder, is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. They're yeah, taking a leaf. I, I think um, a lot of clubs miss a trick, you know, and uh, if you can find a, a spot or find a niche or find, you know, a way of... Uh, grabbing people's attention you can sell your kits all over the world last year was Galway United's uh, best ever selling uh, kit and they sold 10 times the amount of them all around the world than they did here in um, Which one was that? in Galway um, was it you know the ones with the kind of tribal designs uh, it, similar uh, York City kind of ripped off uh, it's yes. kind of maroon with a gold trim uh, I think we may have spoken on it in the last part yeah, we did. but you need to check out this year's Galway United kit because that was my favourite ever and I thought that broke the mould but this year's is pure elegance pure class uh, beautiful design made Beautifully, like it's a level up. I think O'Neill's have gone this year. Um, Morgan uh, is the Morgan O'Brien is the designer. He has surpassed himself, and it just comes together spectacularly. It fitting um, to play in the top flight. Um, Galway have qualified, uh, got promoted last year, so they're back in the top flight after quite a number of years away, and um, they are playing St Patrick's Athletic. Tonight in the um, in the first game back in the top flight, yeah. so they are going to be resplendent uh, in their uh, beautiful new maroon shirt. Yeah, what's that um, pattern behind it? What is the pattern on that? It's called. Um, there's an Irish name on it, and it means like the roar of the sea. So it's. Um, I can I can see that. Yeah, it, it's, it's a like... reference to sort of that Japanese art. Um, sea art of the time um, but it's based on the there's different words in Irish that are not in English for the different sounds of the sea so it, the the name of it is actually the, the, the waves hitting the land and the hitting, the hitting the rocks but there's no English word for it um, and it's um, so it's it, it's meant to represent the you know, Galway, you know, facing the sea, getting, you know, we're, we're children of the sea, we're part of the sea, we're part of uh, the land. And it's um, it's a tiger. Um, Terry, Terry the tiger is the um, is the mascot. Yeah. Um, but it also has a line in the crest, in the heraldic sort of line, and it has a, a line on the back. And if you actually, I don't know if you're looking at a picture of the back, but you can see the white bits on the panelling. They're supposed to represent um, a big cat, if you kind of look at it from a distance. Yep. I get, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got the eyes there. Yeah. yeah. What I like about so, this... Lions and tigers coming at you from Galway this year. Uh, so be afraid, um, everyone else in the League of Ireland. Be very afraid. Look good, what play I like good. About this pattern, and I want to call it the swell, which is you know the kind of water in the ocean coming and you know the crashing. It's it's not a seeing eye pattern, but it's like you can see what you want to see in it. Yeah, which it's I really quite like. Fluid. Well. Yeah, 
and very, very, very subtle as well. But very, you know, a reference in that era of that Japanese type art and um, looks like it belongs, yeah, in a museum. It, it, it would be a standalone piece of art uh, in its own right. I believe so I just feel and with the little gold touches and the extra uh, it's very similar to the Man United shirt a couple of years ago with that um, that collar and cuffs um, which is um, just uh, kind of weaved and very very high quality and uh, the little gold details um, throughout just the sprinkling on top it's beautiful the beautiful shirt on top. I love that yeah alright so I'm going to bring the mood down now because we've talked about something that you love and that's great, that's beautiful. <laughs> it would be rude of me not to have you on for the first time in a while and have you commit something to my football shirt room 101. Okay. Now, just to kind of give you for, you, for the listeners who haven't heard it before and for you, Paul, if you haven't heard it yet, um, when you came on for episode 100, and we had a great celebration of 100 episodes of the podcast. And then episode 101, me and Mark had this idea. I don't know if you remember a TV show called Room 101 in which a... Paul Merton? No. Paul Mer I think so. It was Paul Merton originally. It's yeah. now Frank Skinner that does it. But uh, celebrities would bring on... Sorry, I'm showing my age again now. I'm, I forget I'm hanging out with young people like yourself. Oh, I haven't been called <laughs> young in a while. Um, a, a celebrities would bring on an item that they want to enter into Room 101 and to never see again. Uh, we had a football shirt edition where me and Mark both posed three different items, which, uh, you know, I said striped shirts. I wasn't a fan of striped shirts. Um, socks. I, I, I am not a fan of uh, club personalised socks, for example. Um, I just don't see the point. And also, <laughs> the other thing was uh, I have long been a, uh, a boycotter of um, tie-up collars. Tie-up collars, as in lace lace collars. Lace up, that's it, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was mine. Um, we've had people um, recently say they don't like V-neck collars. Yeah. Uh, and so... That cuts out a huge amount of potential shirts in your collection, but go on, yeah. It does. And I can't remember any others at the moment, but that's not the point. So, Paul, I have given you, I gave you a slight fair warning in which you can come up with your own. But do you have something you want to enter into Room 101? Easy peasy. Uh, and it's only because it um, was recently reawakened. This was a, a, a new bugbear of mine maybe uh, a, a year or two ago. But uh, recently, um, Treaty United from Limerick, uh, they're soon to rebrand as Limerick FC, um, but they brought out a new colorway, uh, a new shirt uh, for the new season. Absolutely gorgeous. It's really, really well put together. Uh, sponsor's not too bad, you know, but then there's a tagline under the sponsor. Oh. And that grinds my gears because in more often than not, it's unnecessary. And I think one word or one block looks so much cleaner. Um, and when um, or when Boyle Sports um, were sponsoring Coventry City a number of years ago, and Coventry City came out with all these kind of revival kits, all of them I thought were brilliant. They were really well done. They were spectacular. It was uh, Hummel, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they've had a really, really good um, 
relationship and a series of unbelievable shirts. But each, I, I, I haven't, and I probably wouldn't buy any of them because it says Boyle Sports, this is betting. I know what Boyle Sports is. I know what betting is. I don't need to be told this is betting. I know what it is. It's superfluous. It's unnecessary. And it destroys the overall aesthetic, the balance of the shirt to some degree. Sometimes not too bad. Fly Emirates, whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but um, more often than not, I think it destroys the overall um, look of the jersey. And I can't look by it. I can't see past it. I can't, you know, uh, come around it when normally uh, sometimes I would. And um, for me, that is what has to go into room 101. Taglines on sponsors. Boom. Yeah, no, I, I love it. That's great. That's such a niche one. That's so good. <laughs> I'm just kind of looking up some Limerick shirts right now. Treaty Limerick. Well, you say Treaty Limerick, didn't you? Treaty United, yeah. Yeah, so their new uh, uh, shirts uh, came out to come with a sort of a new colorway and stuff. They're pretty good, you know, uh, don't yeah. get me wrong. But uh, once I see the, the, the tagline, then it's just like... Building your future. Everything else just, uh, yeah, dissipates away. Yeah. Because I'm looking at them now, it, it just ruins it. It goes back to what you were saying about Providence City with working with sponsors like this one i'm looking at here i don't know if this is real but it's just yeah well yeah block. more often than not the sponsor comes in you know years after or the process has started and they just slap their um slap their logo on it regardless of what the design is in the shirt you know um sligo rovers had that issue with uh, volkswagen a number of years ago and when they could have monochromed the the, the Volkswagen logo like Wolfs, uh, Wolfsburg did and, and, and it looks so clean and so new um, but it was a local branch of Volkswagen and they just put on a he pressed a vinyl coloured Volkswagen logo uh, on the home and the away and it just yeah just just didn't look great some of the kits they've done with this Derin logo look alright because they've not made it a block there's one shirt I'm looking at which is kind of like red and white. That's last year's, the Atletico Madrid style kind yeah. of one, isn't it? Yeah, it looks great, yeah. doesn't it? That looks great. Looks really it's good. Another one which was uh, a green and black away shirt and the Derren group is white logo. It doesn't look too bad, but... No, well, it's only this year, the brand new shirt that came out that has the tagline. Um, yeah. So it, it was just that that was only released the other day. <sighs> that kind of flared up my my anger on taglines. I'd forgotten that I'd hated taglines so much. And when I, when it, when it's presented in front of me, I'm like, Grr. especially if, if the shirt would look better with it, if you know what I mean? The like if it's a good design and I, I feel it's compromised, then yeah, it kind of irks me a little bit. If, if I don't really like the shirt anyway, I don't get too excited about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But if I think they were close, to kind of hitting it and, 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 and the sponsor has ruined it. For me, if I was the company and the sponsor, I wouldn't want to to have that effect on people. I would work with the with the company or with the football club to, to ensure that um that the fit was right, you know? 
like Providence do. And I mean, it's a perfect kind of compliment uh, to to the Room 101 because it's it's almost the opposite of um, of the way they are doing it, you know? I'm just looking at the shirts right now. And the thing is, it's, it's exactly what you said, right? Think about when growing up, you, you, I just remember football shirt sponsors. I can name you plenty. Can I tell you what they do? No. Does it matter? No. You know, I didn't, like, candy, for example. I don't know what candy is. I have no idea. I think it's electric. Washing machines. Washing machines, there we go. See, I was close. <laughs> but, you know, growing up, not a clue. I only knew yeah. what Sharp was because we had a Sharp TV. But yeah. I don't think we need to know that TEG is Trade Electric Group, which are then electrical and lightning lighting distributors. No, we don't need to know that. I would Do say we? TEG is fine, right? I would then also go as far as saying underneath Trade Electric Group with it is kind of okay. Like, I'm drawing a line there, but then just to go, yeah, we deal with electrical and lightning lighting services. Like, we get it. No. I, I, and the thing is, the more cluttered it is there, you can't read it on the telly anyway. You know? You want a sponsor that sticks out, you can read it across the pitch, and it goes, bounce, you know? Um, like, I think even, like, at Galway United, you used to have Comer just on, on the front of their shirts. And when you have Comer Group and the building... Uh, it's 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 maybe difficult to see, and I think um, I think um, the Galway uh, shirt would be even cleaner if it uh, if the if the sponsor was a little bit neater, a little bit tighter, a little bit cleaned up. Um, Otherwise, it's a nice shirt, Treaty United. That uh, detail at the bottom of the kind of landscape is quite nice. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Is, but I, but I want a football shirt. I don't want a book. If I want if I want to read something, I'll buy a book. <laughs> Oh, Paul, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Um, I enjoy it every time you're on. I love seeing you. I love talking to I just think you're, you're so full of knowledge and interesting stuff about football shirts. Your, <laughs> the passion you put behind your projects are so... It's so great. I can see why people come to KitCon. I can see why people are um, fanatics and you get repeat customers with football kit box and i'm sure these videos you'll be making are going to be absolutely well fucking phenomenal i'm going to swear it doesn't matter yeah oh yes well i hope so yeah i really enjoyed making them and uh, yeah you they, they will be released uh, very very soon anyway so i'll send you uh, uh, a link anyway if you if you wanted to share uh, with your uh, with your audience well now you've disappeared my microphone here welcome back Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, sorry about that. Little technical hiccup. All's well and good until you forget to charge up your uh, your, your phone. Yes. Um, no worries. We're all good. Uh, I can't remember where we were. We were saying goodbye. Yes, we were. Bear with me one sec. Sorry. No well, let's let's. I mean, I can't remember where. My editing will be a nightmare, but it doesn't matter. Let's just start again. Paul, pleasure to have you on. I love your passion. You're showing passion with everything you do, which means that your videos are going to be amazing. You're going to send me the link. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to, I'm going to share it when it's available. But, Paul, before you go, again, uh, let's remind everybody, if they want to come to KitCon, where and when is it? 
kitconera.com or dublincardshow.com um, it's on in the convention center the 24th Saturday the 24th of February which is Saturday week and same day as the Ireland Wales Six Nations game it's going to be on from 10 o'clock to 5 o'clock all day long and uh, you can come for a little while or you can come for the whole day and uh, tickets are only 10 euro they're available online uh, on those websites or on the socials or you can pay on the door there's going to be kits there's going to be trainers there's going to be hats there's going to be scarves there's going to be programs there's going to be kits to look at kits to buy kits to swap uh, cards collectibles um from match attacks pokemon the magic the gathering everything uh, in the card space as well as all the american sports and obviously football cards as well if that's your bag if you want to see museum pieces if you want to see marco van basten's 1988 uh, shirt and who doesn't let's be honest um there's going to be a maradona a very valuable maradona and george best card as well uh, if if that's your bag there's going to be a podcast there's going to be panel discussions and mostly it's just going to be sports enthusiasts getting together regardless of the sports they're into and appreciating um the industry and networking and getting to meet each other and that's that's what i'm most excited about these events are really really good uh for meeting people in the space we spend an awful lot of time online and sometimes uh, it's it's nice and refreshing to um to meet these people in the flesh so come and uh join us and no matter where you are uh get yourself to dublin for the 24th of february yep um i I have been lazy and I keep on forgetting about it. But it is my it is my plan. It started the end of last year that is my plan to meet as many people that I have on this show as possible. So I know I know I made I'm pretty sure I made this one last year, but let's you have to keep on bugging me uh, earlier. <laughs> that's the problem no if I tell you too early you forget you see so this year I'm just telling you ladies and now if you want to be impulsive and spontaneous get yourself onto Ryanair right now and see I guarantee you you can get a flight there for 20 quid if you're lucky you know no but this that, that weekend unfortunately I'm already booked out but if I know it more in advance then I can <laughs> book it and I can book it out because I really want to A meet you B see what's going on and three four whatever contribute somewhat i've got a load of stickers to give away oh brilliant yeah well we have uh, we are talking about potentially doing a spin-off road show with kitcon um and bringing it to the three other provinces uh, over the course of the year so that could be an option and if the growth of um of kitcon continues um it's going to be even bigger and better um next year so uh maybe maybe wait until that one then uh but this year definitely we've already outstripped um ticket sales by 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 almost triple uh than it was last year the venue is bigger and uh the amount of exhibits is uh is greater and it's going to be a hell of a show hell of a show fantastic on that note then paul it is always my pleasure to give you the pleasure to say goodbye to everybody Goodbye, guys. Uh, make sure you're following at Football Kitbox. And uh, thank you so much for listening.